Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday after a wild Tuesday presented by DraftKings. I'm not messing around. There is one and only one guy we could have on today's show, and that is the great Andrew Brandt. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Believe it or not, Andrew, I'm not going to spend as much time on Aaron (laughs) Rodgers as you would think I would because you had an awesome Business of Sports podcast yesterday that everybody needs to check out where you went in-depth. I guess the, the two things I want to say, the first thing, by the way, check out Andrew on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt, loving his Sunday 7. I read it every Sunday now. I like getting an email with, like, free content that's good stuff. Plus, I know what Andrew's thinking then, which is good. So get the Sunday 7. Subscribe to the business of sports. There's nothing like it. Um, and here's what I love about Andrew. He admits his biases, and he says when he was, right, when he was wrong. What a concept, Andrew. And that's kind of how you've started things the last couple of days as it relates to Aaron Rodgers being back in Green Bay. Yeah, I thought he'd be gone. I thought a year ago he'd be back, and I thought this year he'd be gone. And I keep going back, Ross, and I'll just keep it short because we've done enough on Aaron. Two years ago, COVID draft, Matt LaFleur, Brian Gutekunst, smiling ear to ear. They traded up. They got Jordan Love. Now, Aaron Rodgers fell in our lap 17 years ago. This is different. And I just thought the waiting period, the apprenticeship, whatever you were going to call it, was two years, not three years. Um, Now I'm going to start another stake in the ground that could be wrong next year. And I'm sure everyone thinks I'm wrong, that they'll move to Jordan Love next year. I don't believe for a minute that this is a four-year commitment to the Packers, to Aaron Rodgers, or to Aaron Rodgers, to the Packers. I just think they got them back. They're running it back. They're cap deficient. They're doing this last dance. They're keeping Adams. I'll see. But the one thing I just want to push back on from the narrative is that I don't think they're giving up on Jordan Love. There was a three-year apprenticeship for Aaron Rodgers. It looks like it'll be three or more for Jordan Love. But they're not trading Jordan Love. (laughs) They're not. They're keeping Aaron Rodgers to keep the band together at least another year. 
but I don't believe for a second about a four-year commitment. And last thing on the contract, whether it's 200 million, 150 million, two things. One, a year ago, we heard there was an out after 2022. That is extremely valuable. That would have made Aaron Rodgers the most valuable free agent in NFL history a year from now, and 50 million would have looked like nothing. So if they got that out, out of the contract, the Packers, then 50 million is a bargain. And in terms of future guarantees, that can move to another team. You know, that's not a big deal in terms of keeping Aaron to the Packers. So I was wrong about 2022. <laughs> I'll be back in 2023 saying they're going to move to Jordan Love then. But we got a long way to go before that. So, so many interesting things there. I, I guess the one follow-up I have to ask is, don't you feel like on some level, Andrew, after we actually see the details of the contract that he signs, that we will have more information? In other words, is yeah. there an out for Aaron after a year? Is there a no-trade clause where he controls where he goes? You know, what is the actual guarantee? Because... There are reports of $153 million guaranteed. That doesn't sound to me like it's only a one-year thing. If that's really – and I know that that would travel with them. But if they're doing it for salary cap purposes, man, they, they, they must be giving him a pretty darn big signing bonus this year, which makes me think, wow, would it really only be one year and then they would move on from him? Yeah, it's their cap straps. So the we know what the contract's going to look like in the first year. We don't know the numbers. But it'll be minimum salary, which I, for Aaron, I don't know, million, million five. And then it'll be some huge bonus. And I don't even know how big because they are cap strapped. So say it's a, I don't know, say they have a $70 million bonus and they push it out four years after this year. Some might be dummy years. So that'll be a 12 million a year cap, right? So that'll give them like a 13, 14 million dollar cap number for this year. They'll get the cap savings, but they're pushing out a lot of pain. And in terms of the, it's not going to be 150 million this year. And I don't think it's a true guarantee. There'll be all kinds of trigger guarantees and all the things. This is the problem with media and I'm part of media. You're part of media, but you get out a number like 200 million, 150 guaranteed and people jump on it. And this is going to happen in 10 days. You and I know that, but it's just the way it works. Last question on this topic. Do you think this says more about Aaron Rodgers and the fact that he was the MVP the last couple of years and the Packers said, we're not going to be the guys that trade the MVP? Or do you think it says more about Jordan Love that they don't really think he's ready? Because if they did, maybe that now would have been a good time. The opportune time, you could argue, to trade yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, quickly, part of each. I think two years ago when I talked about that draft where the coach and GM are smiling ear to ear, I think it was a different Aaron Rodgers. Not a bad player, not even an above average player, but not an MVP. Two years of straight MVP changed their thinking. I don't think it's an indictment on love, but I do think this. We saw Rodgers in the off seasons when Brett wasn't there we knew we could turn the team over to him. They saw love in the offseason that Aaron wasn't there this past offseason. They didn't see enough, right? They didn't see enough as we did with Rodgers. They didn't see enough to turn the team over to him. 
The Denver Broncos are turning the team over to Russell Wilson. It felt like this came out of nowhere, Andrew, a little bit. I mean, there have been rumblings, but still caught people by surprise a little bit. As I like to do, I want to give you a blank canvas on the Russell Wilson trade. What stood out to you about it? Well, the lingering, whatever you want to call it, I called it just now on Twitter, the Brady effect. You know, Russell Wilson came on Dan Patrick a year ago. And as you know, Dan Patrick shows so well, he just said, you know, I want a little more. I want more input. I call it the Brady effect. Other people have as well. You know, he saw what Brady had in Tampa. He wanted more. I don't think that ever resolved, right? I don't think Russell Wilson ever was resolved in his situation with Seattle. They're not going to do that. They have two strong alphas in Pete Carroll and John Schneider. They're not going to let up any control issues there. So I think it was the beginning of it started a year ago. And I think the Aaron Rodgers lack of trade really accelerated this. We heard about Washington offering huge, huge contract, huge, huge trade offers. We know Denver was strong in the market, maybe other teams. But I don't believe for a second this was independent of Aaron Rodgers. I think Denver tried hard for Rodgers, couldn't get him and went to Russell. It happened two hours after Aaron came back. A uh, couple things. We can't judge this. I know everyone's going to judge it until we see these four, four top picks play out for Seattle. And that'll take years, right? So we can't judge this. Obviously, it looks like a win for Denver right now. And listen, I've been a fan of Denver. They acquired Teddy Bridgewater, who was a decent starting quarterback, for $4 million because Carolina paid the other seven. They acquired a second and a third for Von Miller, who may end up coming back to them. So that softens the blow of losing the picks. They have two high picks from that deal. So I think they're doing the right thing. And it's a quarterback-driven league. But you would know better than I do if Russell Wilson is ascending, declining, staying the same. And that's really going to be the judge of the trade. So what I think is most interesting in that trade, Andrew, the ownership issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, Paul Allen passed away. So, Jody Allen now owns the Seattle Seahawks. And Pete Carroll's going to turn 71 in September. And I'm fascinated that, number one, I mean, they, they released Bobby Wagner last night, too. Yeah. So, I'm fascinated that Pete Carroll wants to go through what appears to be a full-blown rebuild, number one. And I'm also pretty surprised, given what's happened the last couple of years, that the Seahawks are letting him, uh, that, that, that Jody Allen is letting him. And I guess none of us really know what her level of involvement is. Yeah, I didn't mention that. I was thinking more on the Denver side. They're up for sale. They're going to be the biggest franchise sale in the, in the world, maybe along with Chelsea now. And that is only impacted positively by acquiring Russell Wilson. I don't think buyers... <laughs> would look at it if it was the other way around and say, oh, we got future draft picks. Buyers want to know known quantities, and Russell Wilson's obviously a known quantity. On the other side, the only thing I'll say, Ross, is what you say to me all the time. Age is just a number. Look at me. I'm 60-something. It's a number, and Pete Carroll is a living example of that. Uh, if he wants to, I think he'll coach another 10 years. He's vibrant. He's physically fit. He's mentally fit. Uh, so... Yeah, he's older, but listen, they 
they screwed this up with the Jamal Adams trade and they're going the other way now, right? They're going the way of acquiring top picks rather than giving them away. And that was one of the worst deals. I say that about a friend, John Schneider, one of the worst deals in recent history of the NFL, but that's where they are. Is there any way to know how much the value of the Broncos franchise increases by having Russell Wilson now, as opposed to the draft picks or Drew Locke, because to me, it's got to be at least worth a couple hundred million. So, like, <laughs> whatever they're going to pay Russell Wilson, they're getting in the sale of the uh, the team. Yeah, I wish there was. I mean, that would be a great exercise for my students. And by the way, I was teaching yesterday too with all this going on. Um, I think there was a study somewhere. Tampa and Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady added a hundred million to the value of the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't know if Russell Wilson would be similar, but something around that. But people are lining up. You know, this is going to be a major sale. We'll talk about that another time. A major, major sale will set a record price for NFL teams. Um, let's get to the Calvin Ridley thing. Yeah. Suspended for a year. Bet on football while he's on the NFI list. Blank slate, Andrew. Go. I'm conflicted like everyone else. It is part and parcel. Full disclosure, you and I know so well. We're sponsored by DraftKings. Sports betting is part and parcel of everything going on with the NFL, uh, everything involved with the league, with media, with the teams themselves making deals with sports betting companies. You watch an NFL broadcast. They've actually limited the number of sports betting ads to six. Otherwise, they could sell more. Um, that does not excuse what Ridley did. But you come down from outer space and watch the NFL if you're an alien it would shock you that players can't bet, right? But it's just where we are in sports. We have had a sea change in sports betting, but what people have to realize is it can't apply to players. You just can't do it. And I guess where I come out on it is, Ross, is I get all that. I, I guess if I'm, I have a problem with the year. Because we have domestic abuse, we have drugs, we have alcohol, we have all these other things, way less than a year. And Calvin Ridley's going to appeal, he's going to talk about being away from the team and mental health issues and trying to stay connected to the sport. I do think the year is harsh. Franchise tag. Yeah. Uh, last question for you. We say this every year, I guess, Andrew. We had three tight ends, none of whom are elite players, <laughs> all get franchise tagged. We got, we got to come up with another name or something, Andrew. I mean, it, it, what, what does that tell you? It tells me that the inter when I was around, I'm old enough to know when the franchise tag came up, 1993, it was about quarterbacks, keeping Dan Marino in Miami, keeping John Elway in Denver, keeping Brett Favre in Green Bay, and teams are smart. They've now transferred it to other positions. And they look at tight end and it's $7 million less than ride receiver. Why wouldn't you? So three tight ends in a tag that was meant for quarterbacks. It's extremely valuable for teams. I don't blame them for using it. People, all my fans telling me about Devontae Adams. I'm like, there's no way in hell they're losing Devontae Adams. And they have a weapon. This is a weapon. People complain about it. It's in the CBA. If players have a problem, don't blame the league. Blame their union. Check him out on social media at Andrew Brandt. 
That way you know all the stuff he's doing. You have to subscribe to the Business of Sports podcast. Andrew only comes on every couple weeks or so here, so you need to get him every week on the Business of Sports. And the Sunday 7 is awesome. I look forward to that email now every Sunday morning. Make sure you sign up for that. Andrew, thank you so much as always. Yeah, thanks, Ross. Good stuff. You know, this is good stuff. Raycon wireless earbuds. They're one of the best things that happened to me in a while. I got to be honest with you guys. I was not like a big earbud guy. But now, especially if I'm traveling, you know, on a plane, uh, working out in the hotel gym, it is incredible. Or even when I'm at the beach in the summer, I pop the Raycon earbuds in and I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. I love them. They offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. In fact, I've never even gotten close to having them be low on batteries. Not even close. And they're priced just right. Here's the key. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's half the price. Why would you pay double? You shouldn't. Plus, right now, you guys can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. Hello, Ross. Let's uh, start with Russell Wilson. To the Broncos for tight end Noah Fant, D-tackle Shelby Harris, two first-round picks and two number twos. Drew Locke, too. Drew Locke, the quarterback, went there. You know, so that's what? Four picks, three players? That's seven guys that were traded for Russell Wilson. You know, it's fun. Andrew and I talked about it. There are reports out there, don't know if I believe them, but that Russell Wilson only wanted to go to Denver. Really? I mean, careful what you wish for, dude. You're in the same division now as three other top 10 quarterbacks, Herbert Mahomes and Derek Carr. He would have had a heck of a better or easier time trying to do damage in the playoffs or get back to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I don't know if that would have been with the Bucks or the Eagles or the Commanders who reportedly offered three first-round picks. Now, there are some reports out there that the Seahawks didn't want to trade him in the NFC. Are you kidding me? For what? Seahawks aren't going anywhere anytime soon. That makes no sense. That sounds to me like something that would come from Washington because they're trying to save face. I think Russell Wilson, for whatever reason, uh, maybe likes sort of being out there out west, didn't want to go to some of these NFC cities. I don't know, but good luck, man. Careful what you wish for there in the AFC West. Ducks takes. Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers. You and Andrew obviously discussed four years, $200 million, $153 million guaranteed. Right. And Aaron Rodgers, one thing that bothers me about him, you know, he tells McAfee and he comes out and says those numbers are false, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you remember, there had been a report like a week ago that they were talking about $50 million a year. And I guess he texted McAfee and said categorically false. Well... If this is the contract, that would, in fact, be $50 million a year. I guess my question is, does Rodgers now tell them to alter the deal in some way 
because he doesn't want it to look like Rappaport was right. But Rappaport's getting it from the agent, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers can – I don't know why. To me, it's like me thinks he doth protest too much. Like, why are you going out of your way to refute this stuff? And he tries to say salary cap friendly. I mean, he's just a very um, – he's a very public conscious guy. I don't know that sensitive is the right word, but he's just very um, concerned about what the public rhetoric is surrounding him and tried real hard to get out there that it was salary cap friendly. Listen, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure it is salary cap friendly for this year. You know why? Packers don't have a choice. You heard Andrew. It has to be salary cap friendly this year, to which I would say, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, duh. I mean, of course it is. But let's see how, how the guarantees really work and what the contract looks like. And then we will do a full breakdown there. It always made the most sense for him to go back to Green Bay, especially if he, in fact, wants to try to get to another Super Bowl. I will say this, by the way. We are going to hit all of these things from a pure football standpoint on the Fantasy Feast today with Joe Dolan. We're going to talk about what Rodgers back means for the rest of the skill guys. We're going to talk about what Russell Wilson in Denver means for those guys and what Drew Locke and whoever in Seattle means for DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, etc. We will dive into that. Takes. You and Andrew obviously touched on the franchise tags. Here's all the ones that we know of. Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown. Browns tag David Njoku. Bengals safety Jesse Bates. Dolphins tight end Mike Isicki. Cowboys Dalton Schultz. Bucks Chris Godwin. Packers Devontae Adams. Jags Cam Robinson. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? That the same tag can be given to Devontae Adams as it is to Cam Robinson and like... Dalton Schultz or Njoku? I mean, Devontae Adams is arguably the best player in football at wide receiver. And, you know, one of the best wide receivers in football and arguably one of the best players in football. Cam Robinson's not even one of the 10 best tackles. I'm not sure some of these tight ends are top 10 tight ends. It's just very interesting how it plays out. Um, I would also say, I guess the Godwin thing I kind of understand because he got hurt. But talk about valuable. Guy tears his ACL in December and you still tag him for a second time. Clearly, the Bucks love Chris Godwin. And then as for Cam Robinson, something's a little wrong or off to me if you're franchise tagging a guy like Cam Robinson back-to-back years. I don't really know what that means other than they don't want to be forced to take an offensive tackle with the first overall pick. They want to be able to get an edge rusher, I suppose. I don't know. The Thursday night Amazon broadcast of the NFL. Kirk Herbstreet's going to be the color commentator. So I think Kirk is really good. I think... Uh, He's taking on a lot now. You know, solo NFL game Thursday night, college game day Saturday morning, college game of the week Saturday night. That's a lot. 
Uh, I think Amazon wanted a guy that has a big name um, and that people were very familiar with and believing that that would get more people to stream it and watch it. I'm not sure that it really makes a difference. I don't know that people are going to watch it because it's Herb Street rather than other people. And, you know, look, I'm a guy that does two games a lot of weeks. It's not easy. Um, but the, the big thing for him is, like, he's so – you know, it's easier for me, I think, to be so um, devoted to the NFL world and then prep for one college game as opposed to be so devoted to the college world and prep for one NFL game. I guess I just wonder if there are going to be things that he says that show that he's just not able to be fully invested in the NFL all week. We'll see. I think he does a really nice job, and I understand why Amazon did it. Ducks takes. Some of the transactions since we last spoke. Linebacker Kyle Van Noy released by the Patriots. That saves them $5 million. Bills cut linebacker A.J. Klein. Seahawks released Bobby Wagner. Vikings part ways with their head trainer Eric Sugarman. Wide receiver signs uh, uh, Josh Reynolds to a two-year deal worth $12 million. That's uh, with the Lions, obviously. Uh, Chargers, Mike Williams gets a huge deal to stay in L.A. And the Tennessee Titans ink edge rusher Harold Landry to a big deal. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Van Noy and Klein both save $5 million bucks. Teams have to do that to get under the cap. Bobby Wagner, incredible player. I think they saved $16 bucks there. I'll be curious to see how much money he gets. It's, it's rare for teams to move on from their head trainer. Usually it means the GM and or the head coach have a guy that they want to bring in they're comfortable with. Josh Reynolds, I think, got cut by the Titans last year and then gets a nice deal with the Lions. Good for him. And Mike Williams got a top five wide receiver contract. You know, the Chargers really wanted to get that done. He's been a big playmaker for them. They want him with Justin Herbert for those big downfield plays. And Harold Landry is a guy that has earned it. 12 sacks last year. He's 25 years old. A lot of people thought they might tag him, but they were able to get a long-term deal done instead. Ducks takes. Also, as previously discussed, Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley suspended for at least the entire 2022 season for betting on games while on the NFI list. And the bets totaled about $1,500 on multiple team parlays. So uh, this happened Monday, which feels like a million hours ago, which is why I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start every once in a while. If there's something that happens that's big and I don't have a show the next day, the very next day, which reminds me, by the way, Next Ross Tucker football podcast with Greg Cosell will be Friday morning. Not tomorrow morning, Friday morning. So keep that in mind just for your scheduling stuff. You can listen to Even Money. College Draft was awesome with Fran Duffy this week. Fantasy Feast is going to be terrific with Joe Dolan bringing down the football moves of you know some of these franchise tags and trades, etc., but I'm going to do these, I don't know, we need to brand them somehow. Ross's Rapid Reactions, uh, Triple R, and I'll post them to social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, and maybe retweet it, at Ross Tucker Pod. As I said, I, I'm amazed how many people have, you know, like, blamed the NFL for this. 
dude, over 2,000 players don't bet. And one guy who left his team twice last year bets. Which, by the way, how are you betting on your own phone? Like, what are you doing? I mean, if you really wanted to do this, have a buddy do it. Uh, I mean, it's mind-boggling. I mean, Calvin, let's put it this way. Calvin Ridley's not exactly a a mastermind criminal here, you know, just doing it on his own phone. I mean, whatever. Um, They couldn't be more clear when you're an NFL player that you can't bet. Even when I was playing. I mean, they could not possibly make it more clear that you cannot, under any circumstances, bet. And the people that are like, oh, they're hypocrites. They're getting all this money from the sports books, but they won't let the players bet. What do you do? How do people, how do people not understand? You can't have the players betting. What are you talking about? Like it's critically important to the league and to the sports books that the games are on the up and up. You can't have players betting. Well, what if they're betting for their own team? Yeah, well, then maybe they play harder or do something crazy in that game to try to win because they bet on it and they don't have as much the next week. You just can't do that. This isn't complicated. The NFL makes all this money. Yeah, guess who gets almost 50 cents on every dollar? The players. They're making a lot of money from this too. And I don't agree with Andrew that about the suspension. I don't know why we always feel the need to compare apples to oranges. You know, like, uh, drugs is not nearly in the same stratosphere as sports betting. We're not comparing the same things. Yes, guys that get busted for drugs do less. Guess what? Get busted for drugs doesn't call into question the integrity of the game. You know, if a guy does street drugs or whatever, or gets arrested for a DUI, that doesn't call into question the integrity of the entire profession in sport. Man, um, it's a type of day, Bri, quite frankly, where you need athletic greens. Love me some athletic greens. Started taking it. Let's be honest. Started taking it because they started advertising. Then I started talking about it, and everybody I know was taking it already. My buddy BJ, Andrew Brandt, everybody I talk to is taking Athletic Greens because it gives you 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which I'm still not sure if I'm saying that word right. Less than three bucks a day. They have 7,000 five-star reviews. Tim Ferriss, Michael Gervais. Is it Gervais or Gervais? Don't know. Yeah, I don't even know who that is, but he's evidently pretty famous, and he takes it. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, speaking of insurance, players are going to be able to buy a lot more. The salary cap went up over $25 million. It's $208.2 million this year, which helps a lot. I think there will be another huge leap a year from now. By the way, next episode, 
We'll have a spread the word winner at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker pod. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner. Take advantage of everything you've heard this week. The sponsors tab at RossTucker.com. Certainly keeps LinkedIn. Take advantage of all of it. Go for it. And then you can also become a patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Like Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.